That last one kind of trailed off a little bit. Yeah, I know. What the f*** is going on down there? May 9th, 2016 is episode 406 of WTF and TFW, and my internet name's Vangelis. Uh, this is uh, internet name Aaron. Hi. You'll never guess what my real name is. It's probably like Jack. Damn. Has something to do, because cause J comes right before K, and you've always got that K in your old internet name, and it's, well, I, I'm on to you. Uh, we are also joined by uh, internet name TJ. Um, I'm not going to say whether or not that's a real name or not. I just, uh, I like to keep it secret. I think that it's, it's, it's just become the case now where everyone but me is using their real names, which makes me the weirdo. <laughs> Unless this is my real name, it's not, but that sure would be a weird, like, real name to have. Should I go back to Omegas? No. Just so you don't feel left out. No, it's, it's easier to say, TJ. That's what I like, is everyone's name got easier to say. Except for mine. But no one ever calls me by name, they just go like, hey! Because when you're in the host position, it's generally assumed people are yelling at you. That's the joy of podcasting, and we've got some joyous podcasting to do for you, because it's, uh, af okay, so I keep saying, well, at least all the news is over. Uh, I got, I get a bunch of messages over the last, like, seven days of people going like, oh, you said it, now you're gonna, you're gonna eat it. And I thought, oh no, did like a hundred million pictures leak again? But they didn't, and there, it's just, there was a Japanese toy event, and there was, like, there was stuff there that was new, but... We've also already seen it all, except for one Eat thing. It. So I, yeah, I guess Eat I, it. I ate it right in the mouth, full on, like back molars compressed around the big meaty news sausage. Let's talk about last podcast news first, because there was a bunch of it, and I'd like you guys to get your chance to throw in your thoughts from uh, the mass leak on Weibo. Uh, we're not going to go like image by image again. Uh, we're just going to batted around a bit to get some general impressions and thoughts from Aaron and TJ. And Aaron, I'm going to start with you. Uh, what what stuck out to you uh, from the fresh leaks? I really dig uh, that Megatron has the option to be the Autobot Megatron. You digging it? Yeah. I, I, I do. I, I like it because it lets you have, like, the G1 Megatron, or if it's somebody that's really into the comics, it's easy enough to, instead of putting the, you know, the Decepticon logo on there, you can toss an Autobot logo on there. And it looks like if that foil label is to be believed how it, it comes, it gives you the opportunity to, like, faction switch them a couple times before you got to really decide. Oh, yeah, before, well, before you run out of stickers. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I just, I really like that both symbols are on there because it means even though this is an unintentional leak, we still don't get spoilers about what's up with uh, the current comic books. Yeah. That's... Well, like I said, that, that way it can be, like, if this is just somebody that doesn't read the comic books be like okay these are extra autobot stickers for something else or if you want to make megatron an autobot for whatever dumb reason okay fine but if it's somebody that reads the comic books then it's the well you have the option is this pre-surrender and lost light megatron or post mm. and uh, hopefully those stickers turn out better than the ones on leader megatron yes those were unfortunate and I, I really hope lessons were learned from those uh, especially since this one still has like the curly livery stuff for his chest yeah, um, that because that those stickers I felt were useless on Leader Megatron because they were on white. Um, DJ, what about you? Is there something that, uh, that that stuck out to you amongst these leaks? Yeah, there's some part of me that's gonna be really annoyed when Megatron turns out to be a better Blitzwing than Blitzwing. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I, I got a little update uh, in the thread of theories going around because, you know, the theory of Megatron being a Blitzwing. The other theory is Optimus is also a retool of Octane, which would finish off the Triple Changers. And uh, yeah, that makes sense. No, uh, in particular, there's a double cross coming. Oh, that makes me so happy. I thought I thought you meant like there's a double cross coming and I was like, who? And then I remembered that that because, no, hey, guess what? Cross. I That's forgot it. his name again. <laughs> Well, technically now, like, according to the Tiny Titan, it's Twinferno, which is such a better name. Well, it's easier to remember, for one. Well, it makes more sense for an Autobot than Double Cross. Yeah, but uh, I, I feel like the, the telling thing is going to be when he gets revealed, because I think it would be really cool if his name ends up being Twinfire, but on the internal document, they called him Double Cross for simplicity's sake. I think on the internal stuff, it's always the original name, and then it's down to, well, it's time to print the packaging and the instructions, what's available. Yeah. Which is when it always goes down to, okay, Twinferno is the best we got. But that's such a, like, this This is where I kind of get the vibe of Hasbro's willing to do anything now. Like, mm. you know, Headmaster, Obscurities, like we got a Monster Bots now. Yeah, you know, It's fantastic, because that's, that's one of my favorite G1 toys. I love Double Cross. The fact that he's getting a new toy is just like out. It's surreal in my head because it's one of those characters I'd never expected to see again. I know, like seeing uh, Repugnus uh, in Tiny Titans already was enough for me to flip out because they did him in his like, you know, monster mode in Tiny Titans mm-hmm. um, with, with because uh, was Twinfire in monster mode as well. <laughs> Twinferno. Sorry, Twinferno. Respect him. What's his name again? <laughs> No, he was in robot mode. Those double dealer in robot mode. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like you know, in his case, like it's the character, but the figure looks normal. In the case of Repugnus, to actually be like straight up Bughead Repugnus with scythe hands, uh, really surprised me. Like there must be you know someone involved had an agenda to get these guys into the public eye again. He's one of those characters I feel is way more identifiable by his alt mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Well, I feel that way about all three of them, to be honest. Uh, it's just that uh, Twi- Twin Farius has the advantage of his dragon heads also being his arms, so they're visible in that mode. I'm running out of ways to get his name wrong, if it's any consolation. Do you feel like Double Cross coming out means we are going to just enter the next, like, we need to finish the trio saga of the other two? They've said in the past that we're tired of just releasing two and then leaving one out. If we're doing one, we're doing them all. That said, these are monster bots. It's really hard to recast molds like that, so I'm a little bit hesitant about how far yeah. that claim can go. Yeah when, yeah, when they say it about Seekers, that's completely reasonable. When they yeah. said it about the Insecticons, I was like, that's inspiring, because you have already finished two of them, so you just need to do one more. Like, I would love to believe Repugnus and Grotesque are somewhere out there in the, in the future. Uh, and as much as I want to campaign for them, and I probably will, deep down... I feel like it's unreasonable of me to get mad if they don't happen. <laughs> I, I think I think Double Cross, Twinferno, whatever it ends up being, is probably the most approachable one to do first. Yeah. Because there's, there's some potential to reuse it there if they need it. And it's a little bit more easy to take in a two-headed dragon as opposed to, like, a walrus with wings. Yeah, or a giant whatever the hell repugnance is. Thing. He's like a bunch of different bugs mashed together. That's why I love him. Also, his name is just so vulgar. Oh, good man. 
Uh, Aaron, was there anything else uh, that really stuck out to you amidst the leaks? Um, about the other thing that really caught my eye was the fact that they're doing the, the like the G two Prime, Prime of Justice style. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of thought that the um, the the last deluxe attempt might have been just it for that. Oh yeah, yeah. But that they're doing another one uh, is really cool. I have no idea what a third mode would be since all of the Voyagers are supposed to be triple changers. Oh. I saw somebody joke and say, maybe it's like his trailer so that then you got to buy two of them. Ha 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 I was like, they wouldn't be that evil. Or they what? would. I don't know. The stickers are there. Yeah, the stickers for the are for the trailer. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, if the If the rumor of him being a retool of Octane is there, then it's like, all right. So it's like both him and Megatron, they get a ground mode and an error mode by being retools of Decepticons who already did it. Right. That that makes enough sense because Octane turns into a, a a truck that one could mush into the same general mush as a Laser Prime truck. Yeah. So I can. Oh see yeah, it. because the Laser Prime trailer was a like a tanker trailer. Yeah. Not a not a uh, just a general square trailer. So right. Yeah, that's, it, that's a real easy one where you change some colors and maybe some panel lining and go, ha If that trailer's there, though, like, I appreciate the G1 stickers, but I'm going to be waiting for rapper labels to drop the just straight up, like, here's a picture of Optimus Prime shooting fire at his own name or whatever it was. Yeah. Because I, I, would, I would rather see that. Um, what about you, TJ? Was there another one that uh, that stuck out to you? The other one that caught my eye was the artwork that we had for Six Shot as a teaser. but. Mm-hmm. That seems a little bit odd so far because it's it it looks unfinished. It doesn't quite have like the clarity and the the like the shading and everything of like the other Titan Return artwork we've seen. Yeah, so I'm the, a little bit uh, I'm a little bit sketchy on that one. And there's there's like if you look at that picture, like to me, it's so like very strongly six shot right down to the detail of every limb. Like, that does not fit in with the rest of those pictures. That's not just another deluxe with a headmaster. No, no. There's no, no. way. That's, no. Yeah. It's six shot. That's that's going to have to be, like, a leader class. What it wouldn't surprise me. What if you only had two modes, but they just called him six shot anyway? Uh, well, uh, they've done it before in Energon, so... Uh, well, that was... It might work out. That, that was just a... I don't even know what that... <laughs> That's one of those <laughs> one of those times where you want to sit down with somebody and go like, "Look, do you remember why they called him sick? Do you remember anything about the meeting where that just happened? Because I don't understand." He has shot in what... his name. He's a big gun. <laughs> Does he shoot six things? I guess. Yeah, shot in his name. What a stupid name to use for a toy. That was. <laughs> this is gonna be like six shot was one of those designs where I was like, you know, he's pretty much perfect the way he is. Just make articulation for him and if that's what they did here and then just went and made his head come off at the same time i'm perfectly down with this and if he's bigger than a deluxe he's probably got a helmet that is most of the top of his head that flips out anyway and i think that's going to be the root of the first like d headmastering add-on kits it's just like here's a face to fill in the helmet that stays when you transform it uh as far as unofficial stuff i have a theory that's going to be the root of it at the same time i'm looking forward to, if, if it is like legit i want to i want to see an actual picture of the toy so bad at this point i would love a six shot where he has a little guy that can ride around all those modes oh i mean he always had a cockpit on there it would be great for that to be a working cockpit 
And well, there's it, his jet mode had a different cockpit. His tank and car modes had like shared a cockpit. And what if it, what what if it's like there's a cockpit that like rotates around as he trans as the body changes between different alt modes? Oh, don't hmm. do that. Don't do oh, that. Man. I'm already kind of like if you think about the concept of a six shot where he's just the transtector body, you know, being piloted by a tiny six shot. It almost makes the six changer notion like a little cooler, like, you know, as a parallel to the original version. It's like this guy, he he don't just got a transtector. He like friggin made a six changing transtector and he has to pilot it. It's not like it's his own body changing in six different ways. Like, I don't know. There's, there's story stuff in there, which will probably never be touched on that I find kind of interesting. Um. Before we move on, I want to just, you know, let's let's talk about the one elephant uh, that at least I'm sure me and TJ uh, would have noticed, which is there's another Rodimus. Uh, and it was pointed out that I said the Transformers would end if before they do another Rodimus. So uh, thanks for for being here with us for so long, everyone. What, 30 some years of Transformers? It's all coming to a close because there there was a leaked picture of a new Rodimus who looks like he is a Rodimus toy, not, you know, Blackjack or anyone else painted red. Uh, sorry to say, that's actually still the classic Rodimus. Nice. Ah. Yay! <laughs> Transformers gets to continue. No, I mean the, the, the deluxe. TJ, you're you're a Rodimus person. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you feel about that fresh deluxe drop? Arms, lots of them. Arms. Yeah. There is no leg day. There is only arm day. And then, like, I'm gonna put big shoulder pauldrons on my big arms. To the point where you can't even see the fin, which is supposed to be a standout feature. That kind of gets on my nerves. I'm going to chalk that up to the three-quarter angle. Like, I hope so. Yeah, a lot of times that does just poorly for things. It's like, hey, you almost get to see what we really kind of want this to look like from the front, but not entirely. And, oh, here's some of the side stuff we really don't want you to see. I don't want to call back to him in a positive way or anything, but also recall Classics Rodimus and how he often, especially before anyone got him, Look kind of terrible in photos. He's kind of a product of his time, I think. Like, I still like that toy. And I will say on this Rodimus, I'm happy that it's... I'm both happy and disappointed that it's G1. Because there's still part of me that wants that IDW Rodimus. I feel like if IDW Rodimus happened there... I feel feel like it would have been cool. But I feel like we also... It's it's not a bad thing that if it happens officially, it will be after Titan's return. Is it bad that, like, I mean, I've read all the IDW books up till, like, the last month or so. I still need to go and pick up my, my comic haul. Is there really what an IDW Rodimus looks like? Because there's, like, three or four different kind of... Well, that's the big secret of the conversation. Is like I, I could name at least three things. major bodies he's had. Right, because uh, he's he, had he's had kind of a squat one and a middle one and a kind of lanky one. I, th- I well, think he, generally, oh, you're good. Well, I mean, he does have a pretty consistent one now that he's had for a while. Yeah, the the Alex like, Milne model yeah, is what most yeah. people are talking about. Yeah, where he's got like the smokes, he's got like the exhaust around the legs and the much pointier hel- helmet design. Yeah, it just I was just thinking, you know, sitting here as you're talking about that, it's like, man, I can think of, and again, because I've not seen it in a while, but it just seems like he's a little bit fluid in what his structure looks like to the point of, I don't know if there is something that I would like. This is the definitive comic because it is. If it's a, if it's a lost light crew member, people are generally in that conversation talking about the Alex Milne design. 
mm-hmm. I find. And I mean, that's that's if if you were going to tell me I'm going to make I'm going to I'm going to pick a designer or I'm going to pick an artist whose designs I'll use for the comic toys, I would say, well, if you're doing more than meets the eye characters, it should probably be Alex Milne because he drew a majority of the book. And like most of the fill in artists have based their work on the stuff that was the groundwork he laid out for the what the f- at least a year or so. I there's probably more than a year. There's numbers. I don't remember. But it was Nick Roche for a bit, then it was Milne, and then that era of Milne on More Than Meets the Eye is like, that's the groundwork, that's the the soil upon which all has grown. Um, but yeah, there's also a getaway, but he doesn't he doesn't look like he does in More Than Meets the Eye. He's still fine. He's getaway. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the leaks have come. Uh, there cannot possibly be much else to leak. So I'm going to boldly once again say it that I think we're pretty much we're through the, the big news until, you know, the next the next big uh, convention showing. I think it's San Diego. That'll that'll be the next big, big drop. Other than that, I, I, I would actually I don't know how much we, more we'd see it like San Diego, maybe better, clearer pictures and potentially. A, yeah. So you may have seen some of this before, huh? I don't think they're even going to acknowledge it. But I, yeah, for something like San, for if it was a like a botcon style show, I think they would. But yeah, San Diego, they got to pretend like it's the the newest and bestest thing, and you've never seen it before. So shut up. And at each of these shows, they're gonna have ideally fresh hand painted stuff out, which means infinite more viewing angles than what we've got so far. Which to yes. me make makes for more fresh conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Japan, uh, there's a bunch of uh, the Japanese version of Titan Return stuff on display. There's a, there's a Unite Warriors Bruticus on display. Uh, I just want to quickly throw out that I didn't realize his whole chest plate was going to be brown, and I don't think I like that very much. Uh, I, I would have liked a little bit more gray around the edges, and maybe that'll change by the time he comes out. But uh, the big news was they showed a great prototype for Masterpiece Inferno, who was a silhouette hinted at. Uh, some time ago. Now they have the robot mode great prototype out. Um, and he... I hate saying this every time. This is a really stupid, useless thing to say. I was gonna say, he looks a whole lot like Inferno. Uh, but he does. Um, he's got a very cartoony look to him. Very big flat panels. Uh, I think that's something that's that's been lost in the conversation a little bit, is that Masterpiece wasn't that cartoony until after the Hasui era ended. Uh, with with Ironhide and Hot Rod kind of ushering in this even more cartoony aesthetic, whereas like you know the the Lambos and the Datsuns and Wheeljack all had a little bit more toy to them. Uh, mm-hmm. Hot Rod, Ironhide, and definitely this Inferno uh, have ditched even more of the toyeticness uh, for big flat boxes, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, it, it gives it gives a look that I think makes for more creative transformation necessities. Um, and, you know, this guy also looks pretty big. I'm curious about how his posability is going to work, because, like, it's not that Masterpiece toys are bricks, but Masterpiece toys do not prioritize, uh, I would say, high levels of posability. They prioritize basic posability. And on a toy this big, especially with his head being in a box, I'm not going to be surprised if, like, his head mobility is a little bit limited. And I'm curious if he has a waist joint, because I, I think that would really depend on how he transforms. Uh, I could see a waist joint in there. There's like the the flat side, like looking when you're below it. There is a cut there underneath his cab body. Oh yeah, like it's it's probably there. It's just that since we don't know how the whole mechanism even works, like 
I, I ever since Ultra Magnus, I've I've always had a, uh, an approach of like be prepared for a sacrificed waste joint. Um, it's Man, not. It's a it's a just very a rare thing negative, across a master base. Oh yeah, 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 but it's just on on a, on a larger guy who's whose midsection is a part of his transformation. Like I'm, I, I like to ready myself. Oh, you weren't for talking it. about yourself. Sorry. No, my midsection does not transform. It just doesn't move. Oh. Uh, but I mean that's 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 neither here nor there. I mean, he, yo, Inferno has what looks like delightful ankle tilts. Uh, I'm I'm a little curious about his elbow range. It's, I'm expecting a ninety. Uh, he's, he doesn't look like he's really built for a double joint. He doesn't really need one. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think he looks he looks pretty cool. Like I, there's nothing about him that's making me go like, oh no, they screwed up. Uh, I just I'm curious about how crazy he can get and being an, an official inferno who's like his, his primary reason for existing is to look good i suspect like posability is not e- not even something most people are going to go in looking for on a on a guy with this body shape but uh that's also the only thing i can think of really to discuss because otherwise like i don't know he looks fine aaron how do you think uh this guy looks what are you expecting out of masterpiece inferno uh i think he looks very much like inferno which oh, no, is probably what they're aiming for now you said it too yeah. Uh I mean there's nothing that that screams out special to me. I think I like the more cartoony. You know, I I man, I still don't even know if it's cartoony or just like they shifted it the other way of the 50% mark. They did. It, it's it's like it's like 45 55 now instead of 55 45. I I'd call it a 70 30 split that has changed now like i I think that it was a 70 30 with 70 being like toy uh toy Toy to tv it's like it's like take the toy but then mush the shape into the cartoon now it's take the cartoon and apply the toy to it i guess yeah like it's it's 70 30 might sound like maybe maybe not five percent but i I don't think i don't think the 20 percent swing but somewhere in there yeah it's it's, it's still not it's a 10 yeah yeah it's it looks more more cartoon and i think that's for the better i don't i don't mind like because I, there i think that there are times where if you try and just absolutely line it up to the toy then you're like homaging and homage to um it's like there's a little bit too far down the line i think because you know i mean imagine if they tried to do to the toy Ironhide or or ratchet you know those toys were not great yeah yeah and, really and, there was there was a there was a discussion that I I think got sucked into in a real bad way about like what masterpiece really is, and Ma- masterpiece is a bunch of toys. Yeah, have, have I mean, yeah. do people not realize that? I mean, this isn't. I mean, like I look at my my desk here, and I probably have quite a bit of money on it due to masterpieces and the like, and they're all toys. Well, like looking it's back on on Sideswipe especially, like I was I was getting really sucked into this whole like somehow already having rose tinted glasses on masterpiece within years of them coming out of like <laughs> no they're they're all like they're cartoon first very simple and then you know i finally took took sideswipe off a shelf and played with them again after like a year and a half and i was like oh wait masterpiece sideswipe is like the least cartoon of all of them he's like the toy that then looks a bit more like the cartoon and i messed with all, all of them some more and i was like me coming down on like it was it was this was when a lot of unofficial masterpiece toys were starting to come out, you know, and there are still aesthetic differences between all of them that I think are totally discussable. But the way that I was characterizing masterpiece is like so clean and not busy. It's like, no, it was pretty busy. There was yeah. a lot of busyness on some masterpiece toys and all depended toy to toy. Um, 
But yeah, I I agree with you that this looks like Inferno. Uh, DJ, do you think this looks like Inferno? Um, I'm thinking more a hoist or a grapple. As as like hoist. I always get those two mixed up. Yeah, hoist. If this that would be real weird if they managed to do a hoist out of this, but I'd like to see it. <laughs> I'd be really impressed. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it it looks like a fine inferno. It's big and bulky in the right areas. I would expect it's yeah. Um, judging from like the the, the very skewed size comparison we have with uh, with I believe Skull Cruncher there in the background. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, he's gonna be a big one. Yeah, yeah. What a like, man! What a terrible size comparison because normally none of us have Skull Cruncher. No. He's also off in the background, and he's slightly bigger than what we're used to current deluxes being. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to set it next to my dog. <laughs> ah, a dog. Do you know how big my dog is? Yes. No, is... Does it matter? I know how big my dog is. He's the size of a dog. You know, a metric dog, <laughs> or imperial dog. Sorry, I forgot you're in the states. Mm-hmm. Metric dog and imperial dogs, just like wearing like epaulets and carrying huge flags. And oh, <laughs> no, he does look he does look cool. I'm I'm eager to see some more complete images of him. I want to see what his vehicle looks like. Me too. I think that's a really important part of an inferno because the more that one mode looks good, I, I, there's an effect it'll have on the other. You know, oh, one way or another. That- that was always the iffy vehicle mode for me, where it was, oh, yeah, it's a fire truck, and there's some arms hanging off the back of it. Um, or if this is Masterpiece, then we go, well, we have to, let's let's kind of, let's let's kind of, like, crowbar in the cartoon look in as much as we can here. Um, I hope the arms are cleaned up. Like, I, I hope yeah. it looks like a more solid part of the vehicle. I, th- mm-hmm. I think that's the key thing to do on a high-end Inferno is to to clean up that midsection back end of the vehicle mode, uh, smooth it out a bit. Like, the the one th- unofficial um, Masterpiece Inferno I've messed with, which is a prototype of the Ocular Max one, that was one of the two big draws to me of that piece, was that it had a, me- a very simple mechanism to completely seal up where the arms are, to make them not look like a pair of arms, but look like the back of a truck. Right. So ideally, something like that is is, is at work here, too. Mm-hmm. It's also one of those things where it's taking a lot of liberties for the design in the first place. Because if you actually do look up what the actual vehicle looks like, it there's nothing back there that looks like that. It's yeah. completely made up. <laughs> so it's where I'm really interested to see where they draw the line between this is what the vehicle actually looked like, which is what we're doing with Masterpiece up till now, versus this is what Inferno looks like. Yeah, like, are they going to bumblebee this and mess with the alt mode, or are they... Right. Yeah. Um, also, I'm I'm really curious, scale-wise, about his look next to MP10, because Inferno is one of those, those alt modes that resembles an MP10 a whole lot, as far as what it is and the implied scale of its windows and stuff. A red truck thing? Well, like, is he going to look tiny next to the MP10 alt mode? Is he going to look, is he going to look comparable? You know, that's, that's uh, another, I think pertinent question about a masterpiece inferno i don't care if he doesn't i'm just curious if he does because alt mode scale is the thing that masterpiece has not maintained outside of ultra magnus and prime they do try to keep some semblance of scale well they they keep a toy scale where all the cars are kind of the same size but then if you if you actually hear about how large all those cars would be in relation to each other in real life it's like oh this is all screwed up (laughs) 
Yeah. Like Wheeljack is enormous and <laughs> Sideswipe is enormous and the Datsuns are shrunken slightly. I think one of the important things to remember is the fire truck he's based on in real life is not a full-size fire truck. It's yeah, the what the halfback or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is not gigantic. Yeah. Uh, and, and speaking to it not being gigantic, the, another thing that is hard to comment on now, but I am noticing, I really like the fact that I don't see a giant ladder hanging off the back of his head. Uh, that makes me excited. I'm hoping that's not a case of the ladder doesn't exist, so it's not there. Like, I'm hoping that's part of the transformation is the ladder hides in his back or something. Oh, like it just like folds up and just compacts into the cab. Like, once again, uh, I haven't messed with the Make Toys one, but the Ocular Max Inferno that is similar to this uh, did some really clever stuff as far as hiding the ladder, as far as uh, cleaning up the vehicle mode. Uh, Ocular Max has a different approach to the robot mode, which is like a focus on posability. So there was also very clever joint work in there. What I would rather see out of an official Inferno is I want all the joints in him to just be the chunkest clunks of like, click, click. But, you know, have lots of ratchets, too. Don't don't give me that junk with the ratchets being like 45 degrees apart. Um, there's there's a lot of potential here, and I'm, I'm excited to, to check it out. Uh, also, I, uh, I I got to hand it. I, I, I thought the worst when I saw all the unofficial ratchet or ratchet unofficial Inferno threads lighting up when this new when these pictures dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least the ocular max one. It seemed it's a lot nicer in there than I thought it was going to be. Like there's there's a little bit of aggro, but it's not straight up like bu- like just bile plastered to the walls. Um, that 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 pleased me a whole lot. I didn't check the the Hellfire or the you know the Make Toys or the X Transbots threads. Um, I mostly wanted to see what was up in the Ocarina Max one, but it, it seemed like it was okay. So that was a that was a nice revelation. It taught me that maybe I should stop expecting the worst of people. And someone's going to go like, no, you shouldn't. Don't have hope like that. You know better. I expect the best of people. I'm constantly disappointed. I'm also, uh, this is a weird thing to be excited about. With with Inferno being a larger masterpiece, uh, that gets me excited about the eventual like replacement hand for him that has more joints because it'll probably be nice and big and thick. And the replacement jointed hand for Ultra Magnus was glorious. So, I mean, this guy's not Ultra Magnus big, but the bigger they are, the thicker the joints are, and the more beefy a jointed hand feels. Uh, it's looking to me like this official one has just got the, the the thing one would expect of, like, a knuckle joint and probably the index finger is separate. And I just... The separate index finger, I just don't get when they're all curled, you know? Like, it, it doesn't... I just yeah. don't think it really does anything. Like, just, just fuse them, save the part, you know? A separate index finger needs to be able to point, or it doesn't need to be separate, in my opinion. I'd, I'd agree to that. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, I believe, uh, there's no, I don't believe there's a date on him, but one would expect this guy would be like October to December as far as release, so he's probably a very far ways away. Uh, I'm looking forward to color pictures. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the transformation works. To me, the feature, if you're going to start throwing in third-party stuff, the feature of Official Masterpiece right now is the transformation. It's especially on Hot Rod and doubly especially on Ironhide. That's like the feature of those toys to me is how 
beautiful they are to transform. It sounds like with Shockwave, it's a similar thing of just a, a nice transformation process. So I'm really excited to see what uh, the minds over at Takaratomi have come up with for uh, Inferno's transformation. Because it's got a very simple skeleton to work with, so I want to see how they enhanced it. You know, like we were saying, did they clean up the back end and not make it look like there are just two arms back there? Excitement. Um, there's another big reveal that happened. Huge reveal uh, in terms of robots in disguise. Legion toys. We've got a fresh Legion mold. It's another Decepticon from RID 2015, which makes me happy because those are the best designs that don't seem to be getting toys. Uh, the character known as Groundbuster is getting a Legion toy. This guy had a fun episode where he was basically like a, a Cybertronian pro wrestler. He's also a construction vehicle. He's also a giant gorilla robot with like one much larger arm than the other. Um, like gorillas have. Yes. Especially the triple fingered claw part. Uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic that another one of these designs is getting a toy. I'm bummed out it's a Legion toy, especially for such an enormous character. That means, like, he'll probably only look any good next to a Legion Grimlock. But that aside, you know, getting over the thing of scale, uh, and, you know, very rough scale, just to see another attempt to have a transforming version of one of those things realized in the physical of one of those Decepticon designs um, makes me happy. Uh, I, I don't expect there will ever be a warrior toy for this guy. He deserves a Voyager, even a leader toy. He won't get them. But I'm so pleased he's getting something, like, that any of them are getting something. Uh, Aaron, once you remembered who this character was, uh, are you thinking you might grab this Legion guy if you see him? Oh, maybe. All depends on what my toy hunting luck has been like. Mm. Sometimes you need that little pick-me-up. Just a little, you know, just a little bump. It's it's yeah. it's gonna bum me out forever that they made him the Legion toy and not his coach uh, Headlock, I believe was the name yeah. of his coach. Well, maybe they'll make a Legion toy of that when this one gets a deluxe. Don't play with my heart. You know this won't get a deluxe. There's no room left. Yeah, just like Thunderhoof would never be a deluxe. That's yeah. different. Thunderhoof was part of the pack. That's 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 different. Uh huh. Listen, all right, there's mm -hmm. when you love the Rid Decepticons and you love toys, there's a hard friggin' reality you have to live with, which is all your children aren't going to make it. You're going to have to kill some of your babies, all right? I've had to put a pillow on a whole bunch of my babies with these Rid Decepticons. I, I narrowed it down. Who that, takes priority? What? That went dark. What? Listen. <laughs> Plus, you realize that robots don't breathe, right? When, listen, Rid 2015 might not be a dark series. It's a dark lifestyle, all right? living for just, just not knowing oh that was such a cool character i wonder if i'll ever have a toy of him probably not you gotta you gotta this is like it's like living you ever seen the movie the road it takes uh -huh. place during the apocalypse well, i i had that, to read the book which is like better than the movie i hate being that guy but at the same time i didn't really like the book well but by, go on. by being better than the movie it probably makes it even more painful to get through yeah because the movie hurt i love the movie i will never watch it again yeah. That's what life is like when you are a fan of the Rid Decepticons, man. It's like living in the it's like it's like it's like living in the road. It's like lying on a beach knowing you're about to die and your son is going to wander the wasteland with no hope and now no father. That is Rid 2015 Decepticon fanism. I'm sure people can support me on this in the thread. Uh TJ, have you watched much Rid 2015? I don't 
know if I want to now. Oh, no, it's a great show. It's real fun, real lighthearted. Uh, I'm just uh, mostly wondering, have you seen the episode that uh, Ground Buster is in? I, uh, I actually have not. All right. He's a, he's a pro wrestler. Interesting. He has a big fight with Grimlock, but he's he's a pro wrestler. He has huh. a t- he shouts attack names. Oh, it's pretty good. Like he's about three seconds away from just yelling "Brain Buster." That would have been fun. Um, that probably means you have like zero stake in whether or not this Legion toy. Absolutely not. All right. I will say not the first transforming gorilla that turns into a backhoe style like construction vehicle. But the best one. Sure. Let's go with that. He's the best because we can't have him. That's why he's the best. Greener pastures are always the ones you're not living on. So I hope that, you know, these a Legion toy just popping up out of the blue means that there's hope for more rid toys popping up out of the blue and satisfying more of my dead dying dreams. But uh, by leaving them dead and dying, it just means when they come back to life, it's a miracle. Uh, do you guys want to do some listener questions? These are probably sure. not dark. These are probably real bright and happy. Hopefully. Okay. Well, this first one's not even really a question. Uh, this comes from Daniel Sonnenberg. This is howdy. This is a message for the even team. Not so much a question as a follow through on a topic. In episode 402, TJ expressed his desire for Titans Return Alpha Tryon to be redone as Victory Leo, and Vangelis said it could work with creative writing behind it. Here's what I came up with. If you remember, Victory Leo is God Jinrai reformatted after the Transjector came to life and left Earth. In the distant future, aged Victory Leo comes back to Earth following some cons. He gets injured really badly, and the only way to repair him is to bond him with a human like his original Godmaster form. In walks old man human Jinrai with a suspiciously Alpha Tryon looking beard to save his old friend then they bond and reformat into this new titans return version hope this is the kind of nonsense you're looking for kudik written in katakana this is the kind of nonsense i'm looking for that's that's a pretty cool idea i don't tj this was directed at uh, a notion that you and i had been talking about how do you feel about this idea um it definitely has some merit here like um there there is some there is some fun to be had, but there's part of me that wants this to, he's mentioning like, this is in the distant future. Like, like there's part of me that feels like if this is going to exist in the same line, we need some time travel in this. Hey, yo, Alpha Tron and Vector Sigma seem like the kind of guys who would time travel. There's part of me that really wants to like, that really wants him to like come back and like find Power Master Prime and go, I'm you from the future, but he's, technically not oh man but... that would be pretty cool <laughs> yeah like the two headmasters disengage and it's just older jinrai mm-hmm. and he's got like a quill because then they have a slap fight yeah ah, I, I i dig that idea um i i just, i mean that's not going to be the official fiction but that's a real fun take on it either way and yo that actually seems like that could be the like you know takara tomi legends fiction uh yeah, because that's all going to be in timeline. That's yeah. all going to be part of G1, like everything else. Well, when they get this toy, they're not going to get Power Master Prime. They're going to get God Jinrai. Yeah. So I don't, you know, they might jump straight to like a, a victory, Leo. And if they do, then they owe Daniel Zonenberg some money. That's all I'm going to say. Um, our next listener question is a question. It comes from Hoopla, a local. 
says, hey, Willow Tree Fan Club podcast crew, Hoopla here with a listener question. With San Diego Comic-Con soon upon happening now just past, what's a better time than now to ask a related question? We all vaguely remember the Knights of Cybertron metal band themed exclusive set Hasbro released as an exclusive in 2014. Citation needed. And I was thinking, what other wacky themies would you like to see a con set based around? Personally, I'd love a wrestling themis set with Transformers taking on the roles of famous wrestlers like a John Cena, Bumblebee, and Macho Man Ironhide. Can't wait to hear your ideas, and congrats on 400-plus episodes. Cuck. Um, I actually just looked at a copy of that metal band-themed set at 80s Toy Expo the other weekend, because it was one of the raffle prizes, and it was open, and I was, like, looking around in it, and that's such a cool set. I love that it exists, and I still don't want to spend money on it. I just love that it's there. Um... But yeah, other wacky concept themes. Um, DJ, what, what would you think up for, like, you know, the weird San Diego exclusive? The weird San Diego exclusive. This is difficult. Like, I could I could totally see this in a way. Like, okay, okay uh, uh, this, this is hard. Like, I wasn't a fan of the Knights of Cybertron to begin with. Like, ah, uh, uh the pro wrestling idea is kind of kind of goofy. There's part of me that can kind of get behind that, but I feel like the outfits would pretty much be the exact same. Well, John Cena Bumblebee is like it's just a perfect fix. Bumblebee's yellow, and that's like a, what a half shade away from orange and the orange T-shirt. Oh, boom! God, they're changing his color every two months so they can sell a new T-shirt. Hey, right, just get him into Bumblebee colors. All right, we're here. <laughs> I'm sure he's been there already. Yeah, probably. Um. No, pro wrestling isn't bad. Uh, I had something in mind. It would have been a. You know, this. I had something in my head. I had something in my head, and then it just left me. I know that feeling. Uh. Uh. While oh, you go well, fishing. Oh, do you oh no, 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 I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got. Like, um. Honestly, like, I want, I want to see if we can't take advantage of the fact that Hasbro can license stuff from Marvel in too, like. Mm-hmm. almost cross like i want to see if they could get away with doing like like transformers done up as like marvel characters but like, like transformers toys yeah not like yeah not like the crossovers or anything but like optimus prime painted up like captain america yeah yeah hmm. i would love to see that because i think that that's what i thought crossovers was going to be way back before we saw any toys i have a memory of thinking like oh I think that would be cool if they just took Transformers toys, did new heads that look kind of like superheroes, just painted them like superheroes. That's not what we got, but I I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a box set concept like that. Like, here's the Avengers, and then here's Ultron, because he's a robot, so it's easier. Yeah. I'd be up for that. Aaron, do you have any wacky convention box set ideas? Sitting here thinking on it, have they ever just done, like... I'm trying to think like reverse Megatron style thing of like take the Megatron mold but do it in prime colors with a prime head. Well, like they could do for the Voyager triple changers Megatron head on silver Optimus Prime. Just like flip that. Just like identity swap the bodies around since the gimmick allows for the heads to swap. Right. All right trying to think because i mean they did the reverse megatron like in japan way back in the day i feel like a something that could be a parallel idea to this is like cloud starscream like take the seekers but make them all tanks 
Right. Because I was, you know, Shattered Glass had its time and its thing. <laughs> this is like a really way less weird clever flip. This yeah. is a way less clever version of that. Well, it's it's a different version of taking a thing and changing it in a way. Optimus is a gun and Megatron is a truck. Right. Well, I mean, what if, what if that had been the way of it in the very beginning? Yeah. Not that the like, truck was the good guy, but the, the gun, you know. Well, there's, yeah, there's ways you can change, like, ideologies where, like, Decepticons are the more deceptive stuff. Normal cars and trucks and the Autobots are... We got to stop them at all, you know, with, you know, at all costs. So they turn into jets and tanks and get more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, it just seems funny to me because it, it's like, it's way more blunt than like any kind of thought about like, oh, what if we change the motivation of these characters? Nah, just switch the alt modes. <laughs> the Seekers are, t- are, are tanks. Well, Devastator mm-hmm. is a bunch of rescue vehicles that to fly. Be, to be fair. <laughs> To be fair, we can make Bumblebee and Windcharger actual flying things. That would be pretty cool, actually. Like, if Bumblebee was actually a jet. Well, you do it th- those two, so Bumblebee still has a red counterpart. All right. Um, my my own goofy, wacky idea is to to lean further into the music theme. But you know, now that we've done metal, uh, we should do a set that are all like lounge singers, like yeah. like Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. <laughs> So they're all just like you gotta have like a bass player though. Well, they're they're all decoed up to look dapper, right? So they're all in like tux colors, uh, super glossy paint, um, and then for soft goods like actual like I don't know frilled collars and yeah, throw in an actual bass, just like mm-hmm. a, a small actual stringed bass that can transform into a gun or something. Yeah, lounge singer set. That would be my next one. That would be like. The next chapter in the Knights of Cybertron uh, metal band storyline. That's that's my wacky idea. This seems like the kind of question that the listeners could also put in their own wacky ideas for in the discussion thread for this episode. Cleverly enough. We've got one more listener question from El Gudo. He says, hi, Evangelist and crew, long-time lurker listener here. I just wanted to ask, with all the numerous third-party Transformers coming out every year versus what I'm assuming are your limited funds, what factors determine which ones make the purchase cut and what doesn't? Aside from them looking cool and positive reviews, does the character play a huge factor, or are you a fan of specific third-party companies and get everything from them? Follow-up, how would you rank your top three third-party companies? Follow-up number two, I've been waiting forever for one of you guys to get Bad Cube's Sun Surgeon here. Your thoughts on him? Have none of you gotten him yet, or are you all just Omnigonic spin-out fanboys? So for this question, I can answer it. Here's the thing. Um, TJ doesn't buy third-party stuff for the most part. Mm-hmm. Aaron and Seth don't really buy a whole lot of it, um, both for the, the sake of, I think, just monetary. Uh, and Seth also just moved into a house, which means he's buying even less. So it became a case of almost literally a coin toss between Aaron or Seth answering it. So, hey, here we are. Aaron, uh, how do you determine what third-party transforming robot toys to purchase? Um, as of late, it's had to be something that really, really draws me. Um, be it... See, it's not like there's... It, it's, it's all like X-Factor style stuff. I really like the uh, fans project... Um, you know, the stuff that they did with the Headmasters, uh, with the Function X stuff. And, but a lot of that's just been like if I find it inexpensive um, because, you know, limited funds are a factor. Um, and the other side is I really think that Hasbro and Takara have been, air quotes, crushing it 
the last few years. Um, when third-party stuff started, it wasn't quite so much. They were trying, but they didn't quite have have a good foothold. And now, I mean, a lot of people lament Combiner Wars, and it's all just repaints. And ugh. But at the same time, man, the repaints have been good. They've done the things to make them unique characters, and I'm always going to be a person that rolls back. You're like, yeah, G1 had no repaints at all except for every toy. Well, virtually every toy. What Megatron didn't get a repaint. Should have. Yeah. Imagine if they'd done the Megaplex thing back in G1 so it would actually be referenced <laughs> nowadays by average media. Right. What if that was... What if, you know, like Starscream always backstabs Megatron, Megatron always has this goofy decoy called Megaplex. Yeah, Browning shows up in there. <laughs> Except but, his name is like something cooler than Browning because there are no, hundreds it's, it's, of... It's, it's Browning. There are hundreds of better like, names than Browning. <laughs> but it, it's just something that you know, for what I get, it really has to be like, like I said, something that that grabs me the right way, and and is priced well. So, unfortunately, a lot of third party stuff has like drifted upwards in price. A couple times, I've had the Iron Factory. Iron Factory is at the the Warren Pocket. Price? Uh, Warren Pocket's DX Nine. Iron Factory or, is the other pocket size stuff that's okay. a bit thicker. The the pocket size stuff has occasionally been really close to a pre order, but I just have a hard time biting. Um, that might be a TFCon style get to see something in hand, and it's a whole lot easier. Like, well, I've got this convention money that I'm obviously not going to take home. Uh, this looks dumb. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's been my thoughts on it lately. Mm-hmm. Um. And a lot of times it just seems like just as the third parties, you know, get some masterpiece alike ready to go, Takara turns around and goes, oh, you mean this? Is that, oh, that's what you were doing? Oh. Huh. Yeah. For um, Funny. Like, before I launch into my full answer, just on the, the topic of masterpiece alikes, for those, what they need to do is they need to do more than just represent a character for me. They need to have a thing. That draws me in. Like that's why I like Shigur by DX9, their version of Astro Train, because he's he's masterpiece-ish, except like aesthetically he's a little bit different. And I feel like there's a lot more unique going on with him. There's a lot more design identity. That's a phrase I keep using to describe what I try to see. Um that's why I really like uh the two Ocular Max figures I've messed with. They are very masterpiece alike. But the thing that sets them apart for me is the humongous focus on robot mode posability. Uh, on like an SH figure arts level. Uh, that to me is something that official masterpiece will probably never focus on because that's never been the point of official masterpiece. It's always been a lot more about both visual representation and as of late, a uh, really creative and fun transformation. So it needs to have something else for me if it's a masterpiece alike. If it's just like, this will fill a spot on my shelf. I find that often is very boring uh, and often I find the toys somewhat unengaging because they're they're so focused on the two modes, the transformations can become very functional over being a feature. This is the best way I can describe it. Um, that's just talking about masterpiece likes though. Like there's there's a whole other realm of stuff. Uh, before I move on, TJ, I don't want to like shut you out of the question. Hmm. Um, but uh, when like you've 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 messed with third party stuff, like to you. With an unofficial piece, what is what is a, a determinate factor in like now hypothetically a situation where you'd be regularly buying any of it? Uh, these days it has to be something outstanding. And like when I was more into third party stuff, it was when they were doing things at Hasbro and Takara, 
just would not do. For the longest time, they're telling us we can't do Constructicons anymore. No kid's going to buy like six near identical toys in order to make this. And since then, like Aaron said it, like I feel like I still feel like the last two years of toys has been like a direct answer to what third party has been doing. Like they, you know, they use that kind of as the, the test of whether or not these characters could sell, these gimmicks could sell. And they've kind of followed that pattern for a while now to the point where I feel, I don't feel like there's anything Hasbro and Takara aren't willing to do at this stage. You know, I was talking about, amazed that we're getting a double cross mm-hmm. i mean I thought, the, the, for there to be internal love for 86 87 88 type stuff uh especially yeah. past 86 like it's really surprising yeah because i i thought I, I always thought like beyond like headmasters and target masters was when transformers was losing was losing too much popularity to really have that kind of nostalgia for the for those characters to get new updates mm. um in this case though it has to be like something that's absolutely outstanding i will admit every now and then something third party catches my eye usually when it's something like an like an overlord you know or scorpinox because thanks to the fan poll i know scorpinox is going to be uh quite a ways off at this point and yo they the, an overlord just got revealed at a show on this weekend this past weekend and uh a scorpinox a city size one just released recently yeah, but it has to be something I'm reasonably sure Hasbro will not do at least for, you know, the next two or three years minimum. Yeah, I mean, and that's for, getting very, very hard to find now. For me, the extension of that is is whether or not it's doing the, the character in an aesthetic that I don't think Hasbro is going to do um, or in, in, a, in an aesthetic that is so unique that it's more a piece by that designer than a piece for a Transformers collection. Yeah. Um, very like that is to me the character that that is the character of most of the the Make Toys releases that are not reformatted Make Toys releases, which is their masterpiece alike subline. Like the main Make Toys stuff, I buy that stuff because I think the Make Toys designer is v- very much connected to my tastes, very much up my alley. Um, and I, I, the fact that it, they resemble Transformers characters is entirely secondary to me with Make Toys stuff. I've said it many times. Stuff like Quantron or like the upcoming uh, Defense Order, like that they're doing Guardian. I would be into either of those if all the alt modes were slightly different and the colors were completely different. Um, like, I, I appreciate that you know Guardian looks a lot like Defense Order, and that's probably a big draw for a majority of the buyers. For me, that's like the least important part. Um, and like for Quantron. Like I, thanks, buddy. There's, I guess we got a Quantron fan outside. Uh, if those were like blue and white spaceships that looked even less like the uh, the the Technobots, I would be just as into that figure. I think. Um, so for me, the determinant factor on third party stuff is: Am I impressed by the design? Am I impressed by what that the the release is doing? to take advantage of the fact that it doesn't have to operate within the guidelines of an official piece to take advantage of being independent. Um, and that's, that's why if I was going to like start name dropping companies, I like, I really like make toys. I really like mastermind creations. I really like iron factory. And, uh, I, I also very much enjoy bad cubes stuff of the three bad cube figures I've messed with, uh, backland brawny and war dog. Um, it's, it's, it's all stuff that to me, um, slightly less in the case of bad cube, cause they are aiming for a, for i think transformers first it's more in their transformation delivery 
it all does stuff that to me takes advantage of the medium it's operating in. Like I, I adore what Iron Factory have been doing. Like they've just been living in this like really quirky little space and delivering stuff that is very tactilely satisfying. Uh, same thing with Mastermind Creations. The build quality on their stuff I have found to be like confidence building on anything that's labeled reformatted. It's like I get uh I get their Spartan or Commodus and it's like I know this toy can handle a certain amount of stuff and I feel like I, I don't have to be worried about it. And I didn't like having messed with those two toys for a couple months now. Like I don't have to worry. It's a clunky thing. It, it's operating in an aesthetic I like. It's got a good feel. I like what it's doing. Um, make toys as well. Make toys I've been uh, I, I don't buy as often. I, I tend to buy make toys when I'm at a convention for whatever reason. So I'm I'm looking forward to my big spend this summer when I hopefully pick up uh, the Guardian five. But uh, that, that, that's what I look for is like, am, like, do I feel like I'm going to get that tactile and design satisfaction for my dollar? Um, like, like bang for your buck is, I think, a huge factor in just about anything. Um, that also ranked a bunch of companies, not my top three, probably. I named more than that. But uh, uh, do either of you guys want to try ranking companies? I feel like neither of you really would have the pool to draw from for that. Not really. I have no idea. <laughs> Like, TJ, in your case, it's like you have Hercules and Feral Rex, so I guess TFC and Mastermind would be your top two <laughs> in some order. There's a new one every month anyway. It's kind of hard to keep track. They've, they've been slowing down. Like, I think a lot, a whole lot of them popped up in 2014. A lot of those have quieted down since 2014. Um, for follow-up number two. So these two, I don't think, have handled a bad cube toy whatsoever. Um, no, no. If uh, um, a listener, if if Ilgudo wants to uh, send me a Sun Surge, I'll let you know what my thoughts are on him. Uh, in my case, it's just been the the money thing. Like I, I like Bad Cube. I've heard Sun Surge is ridiculously complicated, like even more so than War Dog. I've watched a video of him, and it, you know that's not going to work for everybody. I'd love to still mess with a Sun Surge. Somewhere down the road, I'd probably like to pick one up. Also, because I think Sunstreaker is one of those official side releases that if you know he hasn't happened now, I don't think he's happening anytime soon. Uh, and the Sun Surge is a bad cube piece, so it has its own sort of uh, identifiable design identity. I've been almost... I've been sitting there almost thinking of picking up the red one, but and this is a really stupid reason i don't even though it's accurate i don't like that the red version still has yellow in his ears i wish that his they'd taken more liberties with the head even though it's a maging you know the original diaclone toy um but that's that's the main reason this is you know money didn't line up properly at the time um i I'm, i have nothing against omnigonic spin out in fact i think that the tribalism in the third party sub form is like comical uh at 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 best and depressing at worst like when people start invading the other guy's thread because they're also doing the character, it's like y'all look stupid when you do that. Like it's, you got, I hope you realize it. You know, <laughs> any that's any of that tribalism. Like when um, when when you have the fans toys guys invading the the, the oh, who is it DX 9s Galvatron thread, or you have uh, the Omnigonics fanboys invading the Bad Cube thread, or you have uh, oh, what was it back when there was the the whole. What was the thing? There was, like, people invading the fans' toys thread with the Quake Blast and Quake Wave. Like, you know, people who would run into the thread. You'd always see the aftermath because people would be like, yeah, man, I don't know why they come into this thread. This is a thread for for us. It's for these people. And it's like, 
the whole notion of, of product company loyalty and tribalism and third party stuff, it's less ridiculous than being loyal to a giant corporation, but only to a point. And from the outside looking in, like, it looks stupid. So stop doing it if you are. No, no, none of those companies are proud of you or they're not going to pat you on the back. They're, they probably like it, but you're not going to get anything out of it, you know? Like, it just makes, makes the candor in there even worse, especially with masterpiece alikes when people start nitpicking over, like, the most demented minutiae you possibly could pull out for any of that stuff when the advantage is, like, right now, there are three unofficial Masterpiece Infernos and an official Inferno. There are going to be four Masterpiece-style Infernos by the by next year. What what a, what riches there are to choose from for anyone who wants a Masterpiece Inferno. There are going to be four different versions. So if you don't like one, there's another one. Oh, no. Now they know I'm yelling about the third-party sub for them. Here come the mods. Oh, no. They're driving away. Okay. Uh... Anyway, sorry, Aaron, did I cut you off there? You were talking about tribalism, something. No, that was, I was going to say the other example I have is, so I I play the game Ingress, which is like the real world capture the flag GPS based thing. I think I may have talked about it before. Found out that some people at work play and they are, are on the other team. So it instantly went into, uh, you're horrible. It's, it's like, no, we're actually still the same people that we were before. I just chose blue and you chose green. I mean, you chose wrong, but you chose green. It's not a big deal. <laughs> And so, you know, in a case like that, you can kind of joke about it and and see where that tribalism, that different sports team, the different third party toy. It's like, like, it's could, didn't we just, learn this from the console? We're all kind yeah, of we're, yeah. we're all close enough in generations to generally anyone who's into this stuff probably was in a console war discussion at some point in their lives. Oh, God. Right. I don't know anyone who thinks the console wars were, you know, pretty hot stuff that was great. It was like, the, man, it was so great when I was Team Sega. Or I was Team Nintendo. The, the <laughs> playground fights over NES versus Genesis. Hey, it's got like Genesis does buttons. what Nintendo don't, okay? okay? Just a fact of life. Blast processing, man. I, I feel like I, I'm saying this more, more, more and more often as time goes on. Like, this whole notion. Like, stop friggin' being mm. part of Team whatever beyond, like, well, this is stupid, isn't it? We're all pretending like we're on a team. Yeah, go watch. Go watch like the first five seasons of Red versus Blue. Learn how dumb that is. Yeah, yeah. What were we talking about? I don't know. Third party toys. They're fun. I like them. I still like them. Uh, so that's our listener question segment. Did I cut? Did, did either of you have anything else you wanted to throw in there? Because I, I, I was kind of barreling through that last one. Nah. All right. What do you say we just delve into what we got this week? Let's delve with a capital L. Sure. I got nothing this week, except I applied Reprolabel's new Reprolabel sheet to Masterpiece Hot Rod. The main thing to talk about in there is that they came up with stickers to go on the tires that actually add texture and lift to the tires so that the toy gains more clearance on its undercarriage and can roll a bit better. They printed that on a sticker sheet. That's kind of cool. I didn't know you could do that. Uh, it, it actually works pretty well. The rest of the sheet's fine. Like... There are some toy details. Basically, they, they add the, the triple triangles to the biceps, and I think those stickers don't look very good. Um, they, they like fix up the hood to be more metallic, and I think that looks better than I thought it was going to look uh, in the photos. It's, it's, it's a pretty good sticker sheet. Right now, you can get it for a penny. So if you're going to order any repper labels, just buy it anyway because it's a penny. Like, it's a penny. If you're not ordering anything, then, you know, 
consider whether or not you want to order something first. But if you're already going to get some repper labels for some reason, you can add that hot rod thing in for a penny. And a penny for just those textured tire stickers is entirely worth it, in my opinion. But uh, it's also the first time I've put stickers on a Masterpiece toy. That was interesting. That's all I got, though. By the way, have you ever put repper labels on a Masterpiece toy? Nope. nope. Am I the only one? All right. Now I feel yeah, like a bigger see, man. See, still feels slightly odd for that much. I'm the biggest man. Yeah. I'm a risk taker. I'm like Cal Drogo. I was just reading a Game of Thrones wiki the other night. Because I was wondering where the story was in that series. Uh, Aaron, what Transformers did you get this week? Um, I'll start small and quick and go big. Um, saw the uh, Combiner Wars Legends... Warpath and Rekgar. I really want that Rekgar. Uh, yeah, uh, Warpath first. Hey, it's that Megatron mold with a different head. Woo! Uh, but it was like, oh, this is like towards the end of the line. I gotta get it. And then Rekgar. I uh, was super surprised to see him, and then like since then I've seen him a whole bunch, so apparently that last wave kind of got a good solid spurt on it. Oh, nice. But the conclusion that I came to as I was trying to remember how to make him into his chest alt mode is that this is Defensor's like, working vest. This is like the out-in-the-road. That's the orange vest. Bright orange vest yeah. versus the um, groove white vest, which is maybe like the, like the I've-got-to-go-to-court uniform the yeah. kind of nicer one that you keep it's a smart and then maybe shirt. got more shiny stuff on it yeah but hey it's that exact same mold and maybe even the exact same head i think no. the head's proven to be a retool I, yeah which is holy crap they spent um, the money to do a retool on that like cool. yeah i i kind of wish they'd done a little bit more paint because it just looks like he has a maw for like below his nose <laughs> just like everything got blown off <laughs> And it's just this black hole rather than like facial hair. I, I just wish he um, came with an axe. Yeah, some sort of accessory I think would really pop it up. But mm. it's not like I mean, none of these others have come with accessories, so I don't terribly expect it. That is, I think, the worst part of Combiner Wars is the lack of any accessories for the Legends. Yeah, it, except, it for, just except for Blackjack, like I'll, I'll say. You know, it just seems like it's a continuing price slip thing. You know. Yeah. It's a it's a deal where I understand it, but wish it were different. That that Rekgar looks like a creamsicle. I really want him. Yeah, here. I want to I want to taste him. But uh, so then the big is the masterpiece Ironhide. Hey, that I had uh, I've I guess I've had it for a while, but now that I'm actually back home in Indiana, um, I I actually get to bust him out and and play with him some and man. You know, I, I got to mess with one before and really enjoy having... Now, I I want to know how they make the plastic feel like it's painted. I think that in some cases that, it's just painted. Well, I I know that there are some cases where it is painted, but like his legs... Oh, that gloss finish. That, that like smooth gloss finish to the point of like there's a certain something that you get with like angles that get painted... And it's almost as if when they molded the parts and set that out, they got some of that, like, slight rounding on the corners of everything as well. Mm. That, like, a solid gloss paint will end up doing. Well, um, now, now that you have your own, I gotta ask you, now that you can mess with it, you know, at your leisure, how mm -hmm. do you feel about 
the his hand face feel. that just falls off all the time. No, the hand you got to no, uh, gra- hand stop, feel, oh, no, stop no, grabbing I, his head. That's what you have to because they put I mean they put the button in the wrong spot, right? So you grab his head and you push his face off. I I, I specifically had like the, was touching the side of his head as I was trying to do the weird like the way that you have to pull that chest piece forward or not the chest piece but like the back of the cab piece yeah that, that double hinged accordion where thing. the double hinge thing doesn't always want to hinge doubly the right way and i specifically ha- know that i had a th- thumb and forefinger on opposite sides and pulled that out and like the face shot halfway across the room well aside, that made aside it from, interesting from catapulting his face across the room when it comes just to, you know, the sheer act of transforming, how's the hand feel? Do you understand I, now? Do you... Yes, I, I understood it the first time I messed with one. I still think it's a horrible word, but I don't know. It feels good. Yes. Yeah, it's got, it's I, got, it's got a high qualitative hand feel I'm factor. going to punch you in the throat in Canada. <laughs> Hi, Chris. <laughs> All I have to do now is figure out what mouthfeel means in the context of coffee. And then start figuring out where I can apply tongue feel. Um, let's never it, hear you discuss where you can apply tongue feel again. Yeah, I'll tell you all about. Hey, I just put up a review of Masterpiece Hot Rod, and I just I've just started using hand feel as though it's a real term, like just just straight faced, just acting yeah. like it's normal. The hand feel factor is very high on this piece. The 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 couple of things i'll admit that i didn't quite get what is with the like panel that ends up underneath his front bumper that you rotate out a very little bit so yeah that's to it, represent that just a, some like filler panel thing that it's it's supposed is, to hide away in truck mode and then you unfurl it in robot mode to represent some cartoon model detail okay and i i don't like that part very much because it feels like that thing is doing what the whole front bumper should have done Right. It just seemed like because the first time I did it and then I did other things to compress everything back together, I'm like, wait, did that come out? Which how far is this supposed to go? And I sat there and I messed with it. And I'm like, OK, well, it can't deploy up. And it so it's got to be deployed down like this. But why is it there? I caught so I wanted the, to make sure that in the ratchet thread, it seems like some people have accidentally left it in, you know, like folded in. In mm-hmm. robot mode, and ended up liking the toy more with it folded in. Yeah, that would have to go before you get it to this point, though. I think. Yes, I see what you're doing. That's that's precisely what I'm what I'm describing. Yeah, I'm I'm you know arms up, looking at it sideways. I'd have to click down, fold that. We're up, all over Skype, so I can't in. actually yeah. see what Aaron's doing. It just gives him a little bit of silver underneath the bumper, and that's all that it does. And it's just it was just something that. There are just a couple of little steps like that that make me feel like I, I get that it's there for aesthetics and, and to make the thing look a very specific way, which is kind of, again, going animation-centric rather than toy-centric because this is probably just a thing that showed up in animation and they oh, yeah. wanted to show it off and it doesn't translate back to the the vehicle mode it's it's like the scarier older brother who went too far of the whole thing of hey we got this spare tire holder for bumblebee to replicate the cartoon model having the circle on his back because the toy had a circle on its back right where it's like hey maybe we just don't need to put a circle on his back maybe that's fine (laughs) right and then you know the the tire butt cheeks don't bother me at all yeah like 
It, it's there. I know why they're there. The weight, these tires being exposed, um, are get more than outweighed by the way that the other tires get hidden. So, uh, I'll 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 just give that one to him. And you know you know what? His eyes are up here. You know yeah. that and the super over engineered like attempts at fixing that problem have seemed even worse and spindly. Well, as a scratch build idea, I think it's kind of neat, but there is a there's a company that's going to try to do a manufactured release of that scratch build where you know you have like the multi-jointed armatures that those door pieces get attached to. And okay. the, and you know they're also going to throw in a replacement head cuz why not? Uh I'm I'm almost like if if it lines up right, I might try to get a hold of that when it comes out just to see how it turned out cuz I'm like, well, if you're going to try to manufacture it, like I at least I hope someone gets it so we find out like if they, if they manufactured it so that those armatures are really strong and tough, it could work. But, like, if it goes wrong, like, holy crap. So the, the thing is, I don't know what you would be able to make with or what material you'd have to use for something spindly that I would also consider significant enough to hold a wheel in place for transformation or for, like, when he's in his vehicle mode if you want to roll it at all. If you wanted to make it a nice static model. That's okay, but for anything that you're going to sit here and have in hand and mess with and pose and do things with, I like titanium. Yo, listen, and and that's and that's a super odd and expensive way to go to move a tire on a toy a little bit. Sometimes you got to go artisan, you know. You got to go handmade, handcrafted. Yeah, it's heirloom titanium. But sure. It's got, um, it's got really good hand feel. Uh, and I also really like this part sled thing a whole lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, I... It, it works It works very well for a way to keep all of the, the, the cruft of the three different hand options and four guns all together. Just how the flip did they not put treads on that sled to finish it, you know? Yeah. Like I, I know that that's like for a lot of folks that's a nothing, but for me it's it's the specificity of making the sled. But then there are no, no treads. treads. It's like yeah. it's like holy crap! You, it's like you have your pants are actually stuck on one ankle. You thought you took <sighs> your pants off? No, they're stuck on one ankle, and you look like a clown. Yeah, I, I that would be something. Just even if you know, just a second mold piece to fit underneath there for yeah. some little fake treads. But it that's. By no means a deal deal breaker well, at all. Let me let me quickly indict the company making the armatures for the wheels, who are also making a replacement head, but aren't making treads to stick on the sled. Like, what's your what are your priorities? Like, I don't understand. Thought they were real fans. Yeah, thought they were real fans. I guess not. Uh, and it's awesome chrome because I see all the fingerprints from me ever touching it. Hey. So it's just like real chrome. Let's try and get some microfiber on it. But that's it for me for Transformer toys. Alrighty. Uh DJ, did you get some Transformers this week? I have but one. What one did you get? Combiner Wars Skylinks. Hey, I man, I forgot you hadn't got them yet. <laughs> I no place around here had them. No place I was going online had them for a sane price. Like Yeah. It it was uh Toys way more of a struggle to get than it should be. 
Well, I'm, I'm glad you got a hold of him. I, I like that toy. Or uh, whether or not you like him, I think it's a toy that you got to have an opinion on. It's It's got stuff. Yeah. Uh, how this you feel a, about him? Just as a quirky variety type yeah. toy, he is he is fun to have. I have been missing my space shuttle transformers. This is one I didn't, again, I didn't think a character would ever get another toy, and here it is on my desk. How long has it been since the space shuttle, now that I'm thinking about it? Um... Jeez, the Unicron trilogy started having them. God, that long? Um, well, I mean, no, no, wait. There's Astro Trains. That's 06. Yeah, <laughs> that's ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone will probably. I could look it up. I'm not going to. I'm just going to assume it's been a while since the space shuttle. Yeah, it's been a while. So I was happy to see one of those. Uh, he, he is not bad. Like. I, I like for what he is like this is one of those toys you go in knowing well it's not going to do everything I normally expect a transformer to do because he uh, does not have tech arms technically mm. but I enjoy him like he makes for a nice bit of variety you know it it, it definitely uh, definitely helps that he has a really good combiner mode torso as well oh yeah pro- I I think if I were to set aesthetics aside, as far as just tactile satisfaction, that's my favorite one. The uh, the extra inward outward shoulder swivel allowed uh, mm. on on his arms in that mode is like next level. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I do I do kind of wish he had a little bit more articulation going, like especially in the rear. Because yeah, I would have liked some outward hips so he could get into some more fierce poses like the front the uh, front legs can do and um i'm going to guess like the rear ankles is one of those uh is one of those joints on him that's not known to be very well but those are the little flip out blue ones right yeah yeah the uh those ones mine the ones on mine i ended up getting lucky those were fine but i know those have been cited as loose by a lot of people and the ratchet hips that like the combiner hips or you know the front leg hips um have been hit or miss for people as far as how tight they are I, I went in and tightened mine because there's a there's a very good tutorial on YouTube someone did of it's it's actually super easy to fix how uh like if those are not tight enough ratchets for you you just have to put some wadded up paper behind the ratchet mechanism inside to push it together a bit a bit harder hmm. and uh, I did that and his combined mode is now wonderful because before it was fine on mine but his legs were a little bit like if you tapped him the wrong way his legs would start to tilt back. But now he's rock solid for me. Well, okay, something to try out then. Yeah, I don't have the link handy. <laughs> but if you look it up, like Sky- Combiner War Skylink's tutorial, it should show up pretty fast. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, he's a nice toy. You know, I-, I like having him around, and it's good to see the character back. Yeah. I- I'm really curious what the Unite Warriors version will be. They do have a silhouette now. Yep, and that that's not Lyokaiser. No, no, it is not. Like, Pardon me, I, I'm hope I'm hoping for something just completely insane. I am I am completely ready for it to be like grand whatever Optimus, where it's just you know the U.S. ones, but with nicer paint. Yeah, I'm ready for that. that. But yeah, I, I hope it isn't. Like, I hope there's something there that's spooky and neat and new. Ah, well. It will be what it is. Yeah. 
someone on Twitter hit me with an idea or rumor. I don't know which it is that that silhouette might be uh, end up being the way that Japan gets the uh, the wheeljack uh, trailbreaker and hound heads as well as the ratchet head that Botcon had. Like imagine a Skyrim where you replace smokescreen with ratchet. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do that, I think that would be really cool. But we'll see. Like, who knows? Maybe it's going to be like <laughs> the, the thing is, I can't imagine the center not being Skylinks because they've, as far as I can, as far as I've looked at, like Unite Warriors has never not delivered the version of the torso character that we got, at least before they moved on to another one. So it's probably Skylinks, but probably. We'll see what happens. I, can't, I wonder what his name will be. That also. It's be not like cool. a character you can recast or anything. Yeah, well, I, I mean, eventually, hopefully, we'll see a version of Lyo Kaiser on there, and I, I'm curious if they'll stick with Skylinks for that. Mm, that might be iffy. Um, but no, um, yeah, that's all the transformering I did. Cool. Uh, I don't think I got anything off topic either to talk about. I've been been trying to because I've been pulling out stuff I haven't messed with for a while to film it, but that doesn't mean it's new. And I'm waiting for my uh, Vitruvian hacks all in to ship. That's the big thing that I'm waiting for. So I think I'm just I'm what we got lists uh, this week. Aaron, did you get anything off topic of late? Um, picked up a couple of Lego sets. Ooh. Uh, we went to see Captain America: Civil War. I saw that yesterday. And due due to the airport scene, we had to get the airport set, and so you you get to that's the spoiler set. To yeah, that's that's the spoiler set. So you get to build the spoiler thing. Cool. I um, want the spoiler that, thing. That that's it was actually pretty fun. And it, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what I I've gotten so much stuff, but not had a whole lot of time to do anything with it. I got another. I got a real grade Gundam kit. Where you build the skeleton oh. and then everything else, but it's the, it's the same size as the high grade. I I have like legs and a hip built, and then it was like okay, time to pack all this up. I saw your tweets where you were like, "How do I match the whites?" And then all the Gundam yeah, fans were like, "They're not so, supposed to match." And yeah, like, they're supposed right. to be different. I'm like, well, maybe th- maybe then it should have been different colors, not like white and kind of pearly white, but. After I had everybody wig out at me, I was like, "Okay, fine, that's cool. It's it's cool. It's it's cool that they're different colors. Just calm down. Put the gun down. Put it down." Um, trying to think what else. Uh, went into New York City again. Kind of did some of that. Legs walked off. Tired. Drove like sixteen hours, but got to see the like jet fire at the like. Air and Space Museum, that jet fire. Yeah, when you, it's so weird. I feel bad because that museum, you know, has way more prestige. But whenever I see pictures of it, I keep thinking like, "All right, Revenge of the Fallen." Yeah, like it's the first thought I have. It's like that was I. What? I was, <laughs> I was explaining that to somebody, and they're like, "Oh, well, that sounds cool." I, where, where is, where is that familiar from? I'm like, Transformers. It's, it's a movie you probably shouldn't watch. Yeah, it's, it's. Oh yeah, where I thought that was in the desert. Like, son of a no, yeah, it's, it was, it's. There's a desert behind this it's, museum. It's, it's not. It's a Dulles Airport. Actually, it's it's like just south of Dulles Airport because it's got to be there because that they like fly into the airport and then they can just like taxi there's, on. There's, there's a, a desert taxiway and there's a desert behind the museum and 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 it's like a whole bunch of like awesome aircraft. 
And holy crap, if you zoom into it on Google, it actually has the map of everything that's in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they got another Concord in there. So I've got two Concords under my belt. Uh, they've got the Enola Gay in there. They've got a Blackbird. They've got uh, Spatial Discovery in there. Um, a bunch of neat stuff. They have the um, X-35. How did I put that? This is the one that we're all supposed to hate. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not an airplane well, fan. The, F, the F-35 was something that was supposed to be a Air Force version, a Navy version, and a uh, Marine version where they were all supposed to have slightly different specs for each of the slightly different departments, but it was supposed to be a whole bunch of commonality. And then because it was getting massively overweight to be the Marine version for super short takeoffs or vertical takeoffs, it's kind of that one's kind of gotten fat. And then the carrier one for the Navy, they had to build thicker so they don't have nearly the commonality that they were supposed to have. And so prices have gone up per craft. So they cut down the number of aircraft that they want and it's just kind of been this continuing cycle and then foreign militaries are saying well we don't want as much to do with this because it's getting more expensive per unit you know you said it was going to be x and now it's almost 2x so we're not going to order as many so then other costs go up and then everybody talks about how horrible it is and they just need to have more a10 warthogs which i mean you could never go wrong with keeping that that ugly thing flying but I don't know if it's just me, but also when you talked about people being or saying that you're supposed to hate the X-35, the first place that my head went was, I think, a conversation you were also in about how you're supposed to hate enterprises that have three warp nacelles. Was that you or is that someone else? Uh, there's a difference to it. I don't know about hating that. Now, if you want to talk about the NX-01 refit, yes, you sh- you're right in hating that That's, one. Yeah, because they both have X's and numbers in their names. So they kind yeah, of, maybe. And I, what's, what's, is it because it has extra extra thingamadoos that light up when it goes to warp? Like, is that the reason? No, for the... No, so... Uh, <laughs> this isn't a discussion I thought I was going to have today, but all right. No, the, the reason why I do not like the NX-01 refit, which let me find the... Uh, so you know what the NX-01 looked like? Yeah, it's, it's got two things that's, in the saucer section. Yeah. The refit put a big engineering section underneath it. So if you go to Google, you'll find it a whole lot faster than me finding a good one and linking it. Type NX-01 refit, and you see this thing that has this extra engineering like engineering section from the bloody a b c or d it's just got a beer belly that's all it. yeah it's 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 something that the nx01 was a interesting thing and then to have this glommed onto it to try and show that it's a bridge step between the two it's it's not something that needed a a step towards it oh wait so are you talking it about was something that was fine by itself it are you talking about need... the, the beer belly or are you talking about the part where the saucer has a th- another stick connecting it to the back chunks the the beer belly part because I, I think that the stick connecting the saucer to the 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 whatever's on the back looks way dumber than the beer belly it's it's, it's all just kind of a combination of it all it's not the 1701 it doesn't need to be the 1701 it can be its own thing without this additional kludge of other stuff on top of it. I don't know. There's something about it. I, I like the part where it's got that kind of eye in the front, looks like. The deflector dish? It already has a deflector dish on the saucer section. 
yeah, it doesn't need another deflector No, that's what dish. I mean. Is, is there's, there's, a, there's like a thin eye on the front of the saucer, but then a fat eye on the bottom. So it's like it can see, like that's that's its near vision eye, and then the other one is its far vision eye. You know, there's way more yeah. bulk on this. this. This could way more feasibly turn into a robot. I think I like the refit a bit more, to be honest. You are getting so harmed <laughs> in Canada. Now, I the other thing about it that gets me is I know that some people say it jokingly because for whatever reason it's a sore point for me. But I've seen multiple people be like, oh, yeah, this is what was going to be season five. And it's like, well, nobody knows what season five was going to be because they canceled the show. So... Yeah, Shran was going to be second in command, and they were going to push everybody else around, and it was going to have this nacelle, and everybody from Paramount was going to come to your house every night and read the script to you for season five. Like, I'll, I'll actually be honest now. Like, full honesty. I'm not, I'm not joshing around. I'm not pushing buttons now. Okay. Enterprises all look the same to me. They're all a big saucer with stuff hanging off the back. Like that's oh, all no, I ever that's, see. That's that's like Federation ship design. Yeah, that's all. That's all I Th see. There's a saucer and the cells and other things. You sometimes get an oddball ship like a Defiant. That's a whole lot different, or some of the crazy ones from the original Star Trek Star Trek technical manual. So I'm just like bolt whatever you want to the back. Really, just add more to it because at the end of the day, no one cares until some captain goes like saucer set, and then the saucer like detaches and crash lands on a planet, and everyone's like, "Oh, I can't believe that the person who wasn't the captain flew the saucer and landed it without us dying." Okay, that was Troy driving that. That's not on yeah. the captain. And she barely passed her commander's test. Come on. I heard this was a thing. Was like okay, I'll, I'll I can talk about saucers all look in the same to me but apparently like the legit a legit thing that people get mad about is if you start singling out the driving skills of uh and now i can't remember her full title because there's lots of words but counselor troy Miranda Sirtis when she flies a spaceship yeah <laughs> man star trek is the weirdest thing to like have half of a foot in you know like to have it's half the, weird, of it's one the weirdest shoe thing on. to have two feet in Man, Star Trek Online is actually releasing a new thing that might pull me back in for a bit of their, like, doing, oh, I forget the the name of the thing, but it's basically original series as a whole storyline. So you can be Federation or you can be TOS Federation as, like, your, your um, faction. And so they have all, like, 70s-looking ships do they like, turn into in robots style. yet like do they No, they, do, they don't turn into robots because <sighs> this is star trek not like star trek transformers crossover yeah but it should try to strive to be better is what i'm saying <laughs> but they actually go through and have a bunch of craft that are from that weird technical manual that came out in the 70s like with odd nacelle layouts and like little tiny tucked I want, in I want, I want engineering looks like sections. A, looks like a flower made of nacelles with a bridge in the middle. Okay. That'd be kind of cool. You could call it the death blossom. I, I, th I, think, I think somebody's already yeah, done that. Yeah. Then they owe me money. Uh, <laughs> uh, you may not have been born when that came out. Listen... <laughs> Copyright law is a strange and labyrinthine thing, all right? Like, I'll find a way. Um, How did we get on this topic? 
Right? <laughs> Did you get anything else this week? No. Okay. Hey, TJ. <laughs> Did you, did you get anything off topic this week? Do you have any opinions on Star Trek? I better not speak them at this point. I don't want to make it a thing anymore. Um, Off topic, nothing toy-wise. My off topic money was spent on adulting. Yay! Yay. It's the new verb of 2015, I think, is when I saw people start using I that. contributed to my 401k. <laughs> Woo! No, uh, I started packing the collection away. Oh yeah, you're doing the the whatever sh the room shuffle. Yeah, as I like to call it, the, the yeah the the dance. Yeah, the juggle. Yeah, so eight big storage tubs, a bed frame to store them under, and a brand new desk that isn't cobbled together from an old desk. Are those storage tubs stacked? That was an email notification. I thought my email program was off. That really freaked me out. Yeah, that's I've happened heard two that or three times, times now, yeah. boss. Are those stackable storage tubs? They are. Oh, good. Oh, good. Good! I like stackable storage tubs. But yeah, there is something in me that's transitioning from the display collector to just a collector. I can put these away and not care. Yeah, I know. There's that a point that's... in time where it's just way too much. Yeah, it is. There, there is a point where, like, there's a there's a question, a conversation to have with yourself about whether or not being a collector who puts things away is a healthy or unhealthy version of that. But speaking to someone who's totally, totally healthy, uh, I'm a big fan of the put lots of it away and have like a rotating display. Like that's my favorite. Yeah, it, it was worse for me because the excuse in my head was, well, it looks good in videos. It gives me a backdrop. It gives me a headache every time I need to dust it. Yeah, you know what you do is you take a photo of it, right? Then put it all in storage and put a green screen there and then put that photo behind you whenever you <laughs> film a vlog. I, just, I forgot who told me this story now. It might have, might have been Seth. It might have been someone else. There was a guy who was, uh, he was a, a streamer, like, you know, Call of Duty streamer, I think. Mm-hmm. So one of those one of those games that has the streaming community behind it. So he was a popular streamer and he always streamed out of his bedroom. And then uh, he went on a trip once and he streamed out of a much nicer looking room with a much nicer camera. His audience freaked out. And they were like, we don't like change. So he got a green screen and a photo of his bedroom from the usual angle it would be at when he would stream from it. And he put that behind him as a backdrop and his audience calmed down. <laughs> and I was like, there is a psych study in here. Yeah. There is yeah. a psych-ass psych study to be made of that. Like, if you think about what he's actually doing, it's insane. <laughs> a photograph of his webcam's view of his bedroom for the comfort of his regular viewers. That's nuts. It's so, stuff like that that always makes me hesitant to change anything. I have been stuck with long hair for as long as I can remember because, oh my god, I... Take I, photos, I, just a green screen a everything. Green I need to buy screen a wig. everything. I need to buy yes. a wig. No, just just get After Effects and you can you can green screen hair and I've done it. I haven't, but I'm sure you can. My hair is CGI now. I mean, I've been CGI since 1994. You know, it's you get used to it. Uh, but you know, but budget went to uh, non-plastic things. You've so. seen Hatsune Miku's live show, right? Like they I, they project me like a hologram since '94. I've been assured that that's what's been going on. All right? I asked top men. I asked experts. 
Well, I hope that the 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 grand juggle is is going well. Hope it goes well in total. We'll see. I'm I'm I'm, I'm really worried. I'm gonna start going off to do reviews and forget half the things I own. Welcome to the the much more fun and exciting world that I live in. Uh, and I think that also takes us to the fun and exciting end of the podcast because we're out of things that we got. So thank you all for tuning in on this uh, May 9th recording of 2016. We'll be back with more Transformers. Uh, I should also mention it's been it's been uh, requested by some listeners, more than one, that we get us a listing on the Google Play podcast listings because that's a thing now. Uh, we are working on it for reasons it's probably not going to happen until sometime during the summer, but that is for reasons. We know that you, uh, some of you guys want us to be on Google Play, and we are. I have, I have sent the right messages to the right people to start figuring that out. You might say, why don't you just paste the RSS feed into there? I, I, I went and looked. You have, to, you have to put things in the RSS feed, and I'm actually not able to do that. So uh, we're, we're sorting something out. But it's all good. In the meantime, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Aaron, for joining me. Yep. Thank you, TJ, for joining me. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Aaron, for uh, getting home safe. Yeah, it would. There were fun times. And, uh, thank you, TJ, yes. for for I guess not doing bath salts or any other crazy uh, stuff one could do in your state. Anything I can do for you. You ain't you ain't getting high on flocka. I appreciate what, that. What about crocodile? You want to see your bones? Get some crocodile. You know, I heard if you grind some crocodile into a fresh bag of molly and just, like, knock that back with two shots of flocka, then you actually, like, you actually tra travel through time. I, I I need to call my sponsor. Hang on. Well, in the meantime, thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you later. Get me, but you got some badass perpetrators, and they're here to stay.